There he is. I, do I look too, uh, is there too much light on me? You, you look too good, man. God too damn. Too good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's good to see your face, man. Brother, it's, t- it, I almost said Tuesday. It's Friday. It's quickly becoming my favorite day of the week because that means we get some time to talk some NWA with our hashtag NWA fam. And it's, uh, it's good to be here, friend. How are you, Will? I'm good, man. This, this has been a, it's been like a hundred mile an hour week, but like in a good way. You know, you can have those like weeks that are like super jam packed and you're just like tired and stressed, but then you have weeks like I've had this week where it's like super productive, uh, just, Firing on all cylinders, it feels really good. So that's the kind of week I've had, man. How about you? I, I'm glad one of us had a productive week, man, because this one's been all downhill for this guy. But I'm so excited, bro, because I just literally just made the purchase of the brand new computer. It should be here on August 3rd, and uh, I'm really looking forward to the next level for the Alliance blog uh, and and the podcasts that are coming out on my end. Hopefully, I can catch up to how good you guys look over on your end. Oh, come on, man. Hey, man. It is what it is. <laughs> Speaking of, I want to show this off, you know, put this over a little bit at the beginning. I know you're going to want one of these, but I just got this yesterday. This is a sample. Ooh. This, uh, I, I can see you in this, man. You look good in this hat. But uh, man, this, this is the NWA podcast. This will be hitting the the store over on uh, the nwapod.com. So be on the lookout for that. We got some new merch coming out on the way. I know you got some new new stuff coming too, don't you? Some new shirts and stuff. Soon. I'm hoping maybe we'll talk offline, but I, I'm thinking about maybe uh, changing vendors. So maybe you and I could talk offline and we can uh, figure out something. Absolutely, man. Yeah, dude. Happy to help. But, uh, dude, let's get into it, man. It's the hot tag. It's the Friday hot tag, and this is – uh, this is a, a topic that um, you and I actually. Before we talk about this, I, so last night was the town hall meeting um, yeah. with Billy Corgan, Nick Aldis, hosted by uh, Joe Galley. Um, for those of us that uh, were not a part of that, watched the replay, that kind of stuff. I know there's a lot of questions out there asking, "What did they announce? Was it you know, is it super secret? Hush, 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 hush." Uh, I just wanted to tell the NWA fam, um, you know, it was all good. Uh, it was a lot of the stuff we've already been saying. Um, really, you know, the only big new information is just them confirming what we already knew, and that's that they are restructuring. They're uh, they're looking to put on wrestling sometime in the near future in a safe, um, high-quality way. Um, and so it was really just getting a chance to hear that uh, straight from the mouths of of. President Billy Corgan and Nick Aldis. And um, so that was what it was. It was a great conversation. A lot of good questions asked just about the future and uh, some ideas being thrown out there, but nothing set in stone. So just wanted to inform everyone that um, was wondering about that. Uh, if there was any you know, big earth shattering announcement, not really, um, but just more positivity and more optimism about the future of the NWA, which leads us into our topic today, which is uh, dream matches, fantasy booking 
for NWA Power when it returns? What matches do you want to see? I put this question out on Twitter, I think yesterday or the day before. Got a bunch of good responses. We can talk about some of those. Um, but, Jake, Al, do you want to set this up in any way from your end, or do you just want to jump on in with our uh, with our picks? So, so, you know, every week Will and I are trying to come up with something new to talk about. And, of course, there isn't a whole lot to talk about because of the, you know, the hiatus that the NWA currently is under. So one thing that we were talking about is, like, some of these matches that we were chomping at the bit to see. Some of these matches that either have happened already or happened elsewhere that we want to see, obviously, on NWA Power. Um, and since we don't have a timetable yet of when Power is going to return, obviously these are all matches that we would just like to see, but no guarantee we'll ever see them. And, uh, of course, uh, the, the thing I, I like to say is, like, look, you know, let's be realistic. Let's use guys who are currently on the roster or who have worked with the NWA and are not signed to somebody else. That way we keep it like, hey, this is a connected thing. And um, if you don't mind, I, I'd like to drop my match first because you and I, we haven't, we haven't discussed our matches. This is all just from the hip. And the yep. match that I want to see the most, really, and it's going to shock people, I want to see the Aaron Stevens versus Trevor Murdoch match. Um, we know that Trevor Murdoch is a great competitor. He's a great wrestler. His skills right here. I mean, he's a, he's a student of Harley race. So of course he's going to be awesome in the ring, but I don't think that the NWA faithful have, has seen the full potential yet. Our, our third degree national Mongolian world, uh, black belt national champion. Aaron Stevens. Aaron Stevens, the shooter. So I would like to see that match. I, I think uh, if done, um, you know, I think there's room for comedy in wrestling. I, I really do. But I think um, the tone of that match was heading to a lot more seriousness. And at Crockett Cup, I really think they were going to have a serious match. That's the one I want to see. I really think that will uh, is very intriguing, and I can't wait to see it. Well, you know, we talk about comedy wrestling a lot, and, you know, there's varying opinions on it. I, I personally believe it's got its place. I think uh, when done properly, when used to further a storyline, uh, things like that, it works. But what I most love about comedy wrestling is when there's that stark contrast between the comedy gimmick guy and the serious brawler guy. And that's exactly what you've got with Aaron Stevens and Trevor Murdoch. And so I agree with you. I think that was headed straight uh, to a match where – you were going to see those comedy spots and it was, it was going to be framed that way. But in the end, it was going to be a brawl, a, a slobber knocker wrestling match, and you were going to get the best of both Trevor Murdoch and Aaron Stevens. Uh, so that's not my pick, but that is a match that I would definitely love to see. So I racked my brain and, <clears throat> you know, there's, there's so many options and you know what, there was a lot of great matches on power and it felt like a cop out to say, I wanted to see one of them again. Um, but a lot of them that kept popping up in my mind were matches that we saw, but I didn't feel like there was a, a big conclusion. So the one that sticks out to me, and, I, and I'm the kind of guy I just answer from the heart. I, I tell the guys on the show this. It's like my opinion. Usually it's rooted in emotion, what, ma what a match makes me feel, my connectedness to the match. And um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to mention a match that already happened, actually on Superpower, but I want to throw someone else in the mix as part of the storyline. And that's Tim Storm and Jack Stain, because I thought that was an incredible match that that goes way back for me in terms of uh, storytelling from 10 pounds of gold. Yeah. There you go, man. 
the perfect storm. But but here's but here's my caveat to that. What I'd like to see added to the mix in that, and I'm not saying a triple threat match. I'm just saying added to the story some kind of auxiliary matches here and there. But I want to see Josephus added to that feud somehow. I don't know if he teams up with Jax Dane. I don't know if they have a little side feud and, and we bring back the Tim Storm Josephus. Uh, angle that happened before. Um, but I just think between the three of those guys, when I think about that, that's when my heart just starts beating. And I'm like, oh, I want to see that. You know, like that's what I would would tune in for. So, you know, again, it's not a cut and dry match, but it's it's I absolutely, and I said this right after Superpower, I said, I hope that is not the last time that we see uh, Jack Singing and Tim Storm. I want to see that again. So I don't think that was a a storybook that was closed. I think there's more there. Um, so that's my top pick. That's a great pick. Uh, you know, um, we, we've talked about there. I've talked about this. I don't know if you and I have talked about it, but the legacy from previous ownership till now, I think that's really great. And the fact that that storyline, like I didn't love the mama storm stuff. I thought that was kind of trivial. I don't think they needed to go that route to tell this story. Yeah. Um, and, and that brutality, you know, the, the violence, the, you know, there was, there's palpable heat there. And, and the storyline that Jax Day never got a rematch, uh, Tim Storm and he never faced each other after uh, Storm won that title. And the history before Storm challenging multiple times to get that world title. And there was a race between the two who would be the next world champion. You you know, for a brief time, Jax Day unified the North American title and the national title. Obviously, North American title is defunct now, but at the time, that was the premier championship. He had unified those belts by defeating Tim Storm. So the history for that match, top notch. And I would, like you, I would love to see it again. I don't know how you could work Josephus into it, but uh, I, I mean, if anyone could bring out the best in Tim Storm or the worst, um, it would be Josephus. Their feud uh, was legendary leading up to the uh, NWA 70th anniversary show. Yeah. And that was kind of where I was coming from with that. It's like, you know, when you think of Tim Storm and, uh, you know, not taking anything away from his his feud with Aldous, but it just seemed like Jack Stane and Josephus were able to get under his skin. And I could see, you know, almost another level of, of Tim Storm when he's facing those guys and, and just that authentic, like, hate feud there. So uh, that's one thing. I'm going to read some... Um, some of the, the responses we got on Twitter uh, about this, just to stir the pot a little bit, but Aldous versus Kingston, obviously we've talked about that. That one's uh, in the mix there. Uh, Jack's Dane versus anyone. So, <laughs> That's a great answer. Uh, Ziggy Dice versus Nick Aldous. I don't know about that happening, but uh, it's an interesting thought. And this is one that, that uh, actually appeared the most in the responses, and that's Thunder Rosa versus Camille. I think a lot of people want to see Thunder Rosa versus Camille. So that's that's one definitely to mention. Uh, Royce Isaacs versus Sauronaro. Uh, we were obviously headed towards that uh, when power went on hiatus. Uh, Kingston versus Otis again. Uh, let's see, another Camille versus Thunder Rosa. Anything with question mark? So people are people are uh, wanting question mark. Uh, and yeah, then somebody agreeing with you, I want... Uh, Trevor Murdoch to get that national title shot. So, you know, a, a wide range of answers. Um, and, and it's interesting because, you know, using the stipulation that you said before of, of like true NWA people, that's not a really big roster. I mean, it's not like other promotions, but there's still so much depth to it. And you can fantasy book 
all these feuds because of the personalities and the, the uh, just the credibility that these guys have. Are you ready to drop your round two? Because I still got more. I got more in the back, baby. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so the match that I also would like to see um, that hasn't even been teased yet, but I think would ultimately be almost like a mirror version of, of each other would be uh, Eli Drake challenging our world's heavyweight champion, Nick Aldis, for that 10 pounds of gold. The similarities between these two men are so obvious. I mean, the look, the microphone ability, you know, the cutting promos. Um, you know, both these guys are former Impact champions. You know, both both of them came from from that. And, and I think that either one of these guys would be a great world's heavyweight champion. And I'm not saying that Nick Aldis needs to be replaced by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying that uh, somebody of the caliber of Eli Drake could surely, surely be a top rival for Nick Aldis. And I think, I think I would love to see that match. The promos alone, money. Yeah. You know, and uh, Eli is still one half of the, uh, the tag team champions. And that's one, you know, when I was trying to fantasy book more matches, you know, we've talked about this before, we're tag team guys. Um, but unfortunately, the, the NWA had not gotten to a point yet where there was a ton of traction, uh, a ton of traction with the tag team division. That was even one of the things that Billy mentioned last night was that, you know, before they paused, there was a lot of discussion around how do they strengthen the tag team titles. So I think that was uh, a focus and hopefully it'll be a focus when they do relaunch. Um, but, you know, I just I couldn't think uh, of any you know, tag team matches that I would really want to see aside from, you know, the, the champs, Eli and James Storm versus Strictly Business in some form or fashion, um, you know, the wild cards or, or whatever, or Kingston and Homicide, maybe, or Kingston and Homicide versus Strictly Business as, as a way of setting up, you know, their feud with Aldous or something like that. Um, but, you know, I'd love to see more, uh, more tag team growth um, more stories being told, more long-term stories being told, um, and feeds being built with the tag team division. Well, and it's it's it, we you kind of have to put a pause on reality for a minute and say like, what would have happened, right? If we didn't, if we weren't facing a global pandemic, what direction would the NWA have gone? I mean, we had the the likelihood of guys like uh, the the new Koloff legacy joining the roster. We had the Hawk Airy uh, potentially joining the roster. I mean, those were two very solid tag teams that could definitely bring depth to the roster. And who knows? I mean, I, I always like to, to bring up championship wrestling from Hollywood because of the direct pipeline connection that it has to the NWA and a team like the Wolf Zaddies, which is uh, Che Cabrera and, uh, and uh, Bad Dude Tito, who I think would definitely bring a new element and a new, you know, more depth to that tag team division. And then lastly, like Tried and True Pro Wrestling, Crimson and Jax Dane, I mean, those were the odds-on favorites to win the Crockett Cup in 2019. Mm -hmm. And I know Crimson has been hurt, but he could potentially be back, and, and we might have that tag team in the NWA going forward. I mean, nothing's set in stone, obviously, but that would be a tag team I would like to see return to the National Wrestling Alliance as well. Yeah, and another name that has been brought up a lot is the Revolt. So Caleb Connolly and uh, 
Zane. Uh, I always forget his last name, but yeah, he's got a tag team and uh, yeah. called the Revolt. And he's, you know, Caleb Conley has already made a name for himself in the NWA. So that would be a seamless transition uh, to bring them in as part of the tag team division. And they, I know they hold gold in other promotions. And uh, so they're a formidable tag team. So throwing them in the mix would be uh, something really cool too. But yeah, I, you know, I, I liked being able to hear last night that, the, that the NWA was focused on strengthening the tag team titles, which I can only assume would mean strengthening the tag team division um, by giving them more opponents and, and more storylines and things like that. Um, but man, I don't, I don't have like a round two match. I was like, I'm like, we're going to book one match and that's what I'm going to do. Do you have more? Oh man. So let's think um, just off the top of my head. I'd also like to see Zicky Dice and Tim Storm. Not because I'm overly excited about that match, but I really think Tim Storm, I mean, part of his legacy with the whole NWA World Heavyweight Championship and the fact that he has agreed not to challenge for that title anymore, but, you know, with the rules of the Lucky 7 Series, I mean, winning that TV title could push him into a World Heavyweight Championship match. And to me, that seems very uh, promising because you had that storyline that, you know, that, that was the drive of 10 pounds of gold. The very first season was a Nick Aldis and, and, uh, and Tim Storm, that feud. You know, the second season of the 10 pounds of gold was all about the Aldis crusade. But initially, remember, that was all about Tim Storm and, and Nick Aldis. And they kicked off power with that match for that very reason, because they're saying, this is a legacy for us. This is going to be a match that we go to for historical purposes. Getting that match again down the road would be awesome. But, you know, you have to do it right. You can't just give Tim Storm that match. You can't right. just put him in the world title picture. But if he becomes undeniable, if he becomes unavoidable, like all this will have to face him if he wins the best of the, uh, the Lucky Seven and wins that TV championship, goes to the Lucky Seven series. I mean, I think that, that it books itself, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I think we've talked about that a little bit in the past, too, about, you know, getting – getting Tim Storm and Nick Aldis again because, man, you know, episode one of Power, that was such an epic match. And when we were counting down our uh, – oh, this is the NWA podcast, our top five power matches, I think that was number one um, based on uh, mine and Gary's and Rob's kind of calculating our votes all together. Um, and so that was such a pivotal match. And like you said, a pivotal feud coming out of 10 pounds of gold. And especially for me who, you know, my first exposure to the NWA was starting with 10 pounds of gold. So the first thing I saw was Tim storm. And so to me, that's going to forever be part of that. And the more that you can call back to that history and the more that you can, um, you know, even, I mean, this, this will be terrible. And there'd probably be a lot of people mad, but even if you put the TV title on Tim Storm and had him go six, right? Just having that idea in mind that he, that he could get there—that's the ultimate baby face clawing from behind. And you know, there's so much they could do with that, and I think people would sink their teeth into that so much. So that's a great point. Absolutely, and then you know. Again, my the wheels are spinning up here. I think you know another match I'd like to see is just two roughhouses, and I think I think they already faced off. But uh, Thomas Latimer and and Trevor Murdoch once again. I mean, could you imagine the intensity? I mean, let's face it. There's hardly anybody on the roster who can rival the sheer power and dominance that Thomas Latimer seems to have in the ring. But you put Trevor Murdoch in, and that old boy can fight, and it wouldn't be pretty. Like I'm not looking for. Uh, you know, the, the most scientific match you can think of. It's not going to be, you know, Macho Man Ric Flair. 
it's going to be like, uh, gosh, two cars just crashing into each other. And I'm yeah. all about that. I'm, I'm good for, I'm good with that. I'm good to see that. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I would love to see that. And, you know, there, there was a lot of matches that happened on power that you, know, you can go back and watch. And if you watch it, knowing what we know now, that things were going to pause, the light bulb goes off. It's like, man, I'd like to see that again. Or I'd like to see a continuation. So like you said, like who knows what we would have seen had power been continuing this whole time. So uh, I'm just excited to see uh, what's going to happen when it comes back. And there's a lot of chatter, obviously, about what that's going to look like, the whole empty arena conversation. We've had a lot of conversations on uh, the NWA Fam Discord channel about it, everybody giving their takes and opinions. Um, I'd love to see at least, like, a pay-per-view model, you know, a couple, a couple of times between now and the end of the year just to build up some some feuds. And you even brought up, I think, on, on the pre-party, uh, was it last week? You know, you were talking about this uh, – you know, kind of a pay per match model, um, yeah. and that kind of thing. I think New Japan's doing that over on Fight. Yeah, yeah. A new, new Japan. So their their content is they're offering directly on New Japan World, and you can subscribe to that for like I think it's like basically ten dollars a month, and uh, the price fluctuates depending on the uh, Japanese dollar versus the American dollar. But what's uh, what's cool about it is they're also offering the matches um, a la carte via the Fight, and I think it's like two bucks. And seriously, I mean, who wouldn't pay two bucks to see, uh, you know, some of these matches that we just talked about? And yeah. I mean, honestly, it doesn't have to be NWA power at this point. I, I mean, I, I, much like everyone else, I can't wait to see that format return, but I don't need that right now. I just want to see my champions defending their titles against good quality opponents in a good quality produced wrestling show. Um, so whether it be like, you know, the high spots arena, or tried and true pro wrestling or championship wrestling from Hollywood. I don't really care as long as I get to see these match. The school of Morton, for crying out loud, anywhere they could put these matches on and you know ask the fans to pay two bucks for a match. I don't think is asking for a whole lot. No, not at all, man. And I, I think uh, just kind of in closing, since we're talking about power specifically during this talk, um, I, I'll say I agree with you in the sentiment that you expressed in, in the Discord channel. I think it was yesterday. Just you know, I. I personally don't want to see power return until they can do it right. Um, I don't want to see like a bare bones version of power. I would much rather see what you're talking about right now, that pay-per-view prize fight kind of model of, um, you know, if they're going to do it in an empty arena, do it in a wrestling school or something like that, make it a, make it a fight, make it a brawl. Um, but power in the, in the studio, you know, as we know it, um, you know, as much as it pains me to say, I would rather wait, and have it return as we know and love it with the crowd and everything that we're used to, um, rather than them try to rush to that. And it sounds like that's what they're doing anyway. So that's good. Yeah, man. So I guess we're, we're running out of time because we like to keep this brief yeah, and, and Will, Will and I could sit here literally all day and talk wrestling and maybe one of these days we will, but not today, guys, we got to wrap it up. Um, of course you could see me, on the Alliance Guys podcast or like pre-party. I have several different shows that we do, but really the pre-party is every Tuesday. And we do that at five o'clock Eastern, two o'clock Pacific. And that's the lead in to eventually whatever the NWA is going to produce at uh, six o'clock on their YouTube channel. And of course, where can they see you, Mr. Will? Well, right after that, the other piece of bread on the uh, NWA Tuesday sandwich is 
myself, Gary Horn, and the Dr. Rob Stinson on this is the NWA podcast after dark. Um, we go on around 8.30. We're throwing around the idea of going on at 8. Uh, we've been in talks. J. Cal, you were on the show on Tuesday. It went a little late. so we're all adults and we all have jobs so we're like rethinking the timing things so we're thinking about shooting for eight o'clock and making the most of our time and being as productive as possible with our conversations but we will be after that spot that uh we're keeping warm with jcal for the nwa when it returns on tuesday nights um but we're also live on sunday nights so we'll be live this coming sunday night around eight o'clock so uh be on the lookout for that um and then just you know follow us here on instagram over on twitter at hey it's will J Cal, where are you on twitter you can follow me everywhere at the alliance blog and that's even the the tic tac and the myspace no no myspace but uh <laughs> you can follow uh everything i'm doing at the alliance blog and that's again facebook youtube twitter instagram twitch tiktok tumblr i mean everywhere so uh, if you if you see the Alliance blog, you know that's uh, that's quality content. Nice. Well, I this at the end, just like you know, a true documentary style. Uh, I did reach out to uh, Gary and Rob for their fantasy picks, and they declined to comment. Um, so we'll just leave it at that. I guess they were working. I gave them like yeah. five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's all they get, baby. All right, Jake. All right. Well, as always, man, highlight of my week, and uh, you go enjoy the rest of your Friday and your weekend, and we'll talk to you again soon, man. See you guys on Tuesday. Bye, everyone.